Hey guys, Ryan Clarkin here, mindset expert and transformational coach. And what we're going to talk about today is a really important subject around emotional health and well-being. I notice a common trait in people and really an internal mindset challenge in people where they repress and avoid their emotions. And this is something that we have never learned how to do in school. It's something that we never learned how to do. We were raised up in a society where it is a common belief that emotions are weak and being emotional is weak and to stay strong by don't showing that you're hurt. And what this ends up creating, yes, it creates a short-term illusion that you're so strong, you know, you're so strong, but it creates a disconnect from what the person's experiencing inside. And if the emotions aren't expressed and experienced and felt, it can lead to some very significant challenges in your health and well-being in the long term. And there are a lot of studies that show this. So if you are about maximizing your motivation levels, your inspiration levels, and your emotional health and well-being, this is going to support you in a massive way. Let's dive in. What's going on, guys? I'm so passionate and excited about this topic because this is something that I personally struggled with um, when I was younger, and it's something that I broke through, and it's been a massive gift as a result of breaking through. I do want to say a, a disclaimer before we start. This podcast episode and the anything and everything that I teach on is not about mental illness. Um, so we're not talking about disorders. We're not talking about any type of anxiety disorders. We're not talking about manic depressive. We're not talking about bipolar. So this podcast is about emotional health and wellness. And emotional health and wellness is about learning how to experience and be in relationship with your emotions in a healthy way, in a way that serves you and empowers you and allows you to feel your best consistently. And emotional repression and not acknowledging my emotions is something that I struggled with for a very long time. When I was younger, I was very, very, very emotional. And I actually remember a time where I was so emotional and empathic that I... Um, I, when I attended a, f a funeral of a family member, I could feel the emotions of every single person in the room on top of my own. It was so overwhelming that I ran out of the building and went in the car, in the van, in our van, and just sat there and cried and sobbed uncontrollably and was also in major judgment of myself because I was like, is there something wrong with me? Like, I can't handle this level of emotion. And there wasn't anything wrong with me. It's just that I'm a very sensitive feeling person. And throughout that, you know, I looked and learned from different models, you know, in the world. And I learned subconsciously after that, that, you know what, men shouldn't cry because it's weak. And so to stay strong. And so at a certain point in my life, I made the decision to shut down my emotions in that way and to live from logic and really to be in my head. And the price that I paid for this was I lost a lot of compassion. Um, I lost a tremendous amount of compassion, stopped caring to some degree about how different people felt around me, and it just became about me, and, and I, I jumped into my head and shot into my head. 
And I was living in my head, and this is a very fearful place to live from until I uh, actually did an emotional intelligence and leadership event where I attended it. And I had a, a, a massive emotional release and catharsis that allowed me to clear out the emotions that I wasn't willing to acknowledge and the pain that I wasn't willing to acknowledge in a very safe and healthy environment and to be restored to my natural state, which is incredibly empathic, incredibly sensitive, and an emotional being who cares a lot about people and is highly sensitive to emotions. And it's been a major gift for me because, you know, I can, when I lead transformational trainings, I can feel people's emotions in the room. Um, I can feel a lot of different things. I'm highly sensitive. And, um, you know, it, it gives me a, a, a big place in my heart for the people that I coach and support around this because a lot of people struggle with this. When something painful or challenging happens, we avoid our emotions. We put them in a box because we're afraid of experiencing that pain again. And when we do this, we tell ourselves, you know what, I'll get around to it. I'll handle it eventually. But <laughs> we never really get to handling it. And when we're not willing to see, experience, feel, uh, process our emotions, um, we pay really big consequences for it. And I want to share with you a quote from a good friend of mine. Her name is Karen Austin, and she is really, she has a gift around grief. And she has a gift around grief because she's experienced tremendous loss in her life, and she helps a lot of people around this. And so I want to share with you um, a, a message that she sent me. Um, I'm assuming she'll be okay with it. I'm sure she will because it will impact a lot of people. When I was going through um, a pretty big loss a few a few weeks ago, well, like a month ago. Um, and so this is really profound. You know, I asked her about the different ways that grief can show up. And I asked, I said, hey, Karen, can grief sneak up on us in the form of feeling depressed, guilt, resentment, in a big sad smoothie because I was having an emotional experience I didn't quite understand and she said oh yes darling grief is incredibly is an incredible sneaky thing that manifests in all kinds of unexpected ways one of the most beautiful and frustrating of grief surprises is that it lives in the body of course our instinct is to think our way through yet it is emotional pain seeking acknowledgement we can't think our way through it. When we ignore it, grief goes in the basement and lifts weights. Grief waits on invitation, not on time. And it wants to be felt internally and expressed externally, which is grief versus mourning. Grief is when you're feeling it internally and mourning is when it's expressed externally. So that was really powerful for me. And I think it, I'm sure it'll resonate with you. And I wanted to share with you really some keys around elevating your emotional intelligence and how specifically you can process your emotions in a healthy way. And this really comes in three steps. And step number one is you've got to feel it. When the emotions come up, you can't put them in a box to feel later. You can't put, put them on the shelf to feel at a convenient time if you want to have a healthy emotional experience and relationship with yourself. You've got to honor what's coming up. And you've got to feel it. And again, we avoid feeling these emotions because we're worried and we're afraid. You know, that event, I, I couldn't handle it. It was so intense and I don't want to feel it. And what if I can't handle it? 
And the important thing to recognize is that you're incredibly strong as a human being. You're stronger than you give yourself credit for. And if you truly, truly, truly feel like you can't handle, like you're convinced at the core of your being that you can't handle the emotions that are coming up, then I highly encourage you to get support from a grief grief therapist or somebody that's specialized that can help you with this and to do that soon, as soon as possible. But if you feel like you can, then feel it and honor it. And when you honor your emotions, you're honoring yourself. And the beautiful thing about feeling it is that a lot of times on the other side, we feel brand new, we feel rejuvenated. And one of the ways that we can feel is through really allowing ourselves to, to feel what comes up and acknowledge the emotion. You know, I'm feeling sadness. I'm feeling grief. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling anxious. And really to share it as a feeling with yourself or with another person. The second is to experience it. Experience the feelings and the emotions that are coming up. And here's the key without judgment. A lot of times we judge what we're feeling. We judge what we're experiencing. We make it right. We make it wrong. And your emotions and your feelings, they're not right or wrong. They're valid. They're valid. They're yours. It's what you're experiencing in the moment. So that's another way that you can honor it. And it's really a practice to learn to experience your emotions without judgment. This can be tough for people, especially if they've had parents or they've had friends who've judged them for being emotional. People in their life who've said, suck it up. You know, that is a projection of somebody who has an unhealthy relationship with themselves emotionally and is emotionally disconnected. And because they're not willing to acknowledge their own pain, they project it on you and try to control you essentially through that so that you are fitting into their box and their paradigm of what's acceptable and what's allowed, which is suck it up buttercup, which doesn't work because a lifetime of sucking up your emotions and repressing your emotions leads to massive inner turmoil, which has a very, uh, so many different consequences, it, you know, in, increasing stress and stress suppresses the immune system and can lead to a lot of issues. So after you experience it and you experience your emotions, whether it's feeling the emotion or writing it down or just really allowing yourself to experience exactly what's coming up without judgment, let it go is a third key is let it go. And this isn't a forceful thing. This isn't like, okay, now I'm going to let it go. Let it go as it will naturally pass. So as the emotion naturally wants to pass, be willing to let it go. The opposite is holding on to it. And this is where we really want to bring our awareness to the story that we have about the emotion or the event. Because if we have a story around the emotion or the event that is keeping it coming up, which is like, you know, I'm always going to be burned. I'm always going to be hurt. I'm always going to be sad. I'm always going to be anxious. We have to be aware of the stories that we create around our emotional experiences because they are in fact stories, whether they're true stories or false stories, they're stories. And we want to make sure that the stories that we are choosing to create in our own mind, because you are choosing to create the story in your own mind, whether it's true or not, you're choosing to create it, that it serves you in your healing process and will allow you to let it go. Another story around maybe someone that, you know, has hurt you is, oh, they'll continue to hurt me. And so then that just keeps the emotion blocked in. And if there's someone in your life 
that there's that risk is real for, then that's another conversation about boundaries, about respecting yourself and possibly moving on. So whole nother topic, which we can talk about moving forward on the podcast. The third key is let it go. Allow your emotions and feelings to pass as they naturally will. So I'm going to do a quick summary here, how to process your emotions in a healthy way. Number one, feel it and honor it. Two, experience it without judgment. And three, let it go. Some tangible things that you can do to support you in this process is writing your emotions out, writing what you're feeling on a piece of paper, giving yourself permission and the safe space to cry. Some of the people who are listening to this, they can't even count on two hands the numbers, the number of years that it's been since they've cried or expressed. And crying is a natural thing they've actually found in research studies that when you cry, it releases stress hormone cortisol in the tears. So you're literally letting stress out of your body when you're crying and when you're emotional. And crying does not mean you're weak. In fact, it means that you're strong enough to experience and release your emotions in the face of possible judgment, whether it's judgment of yourself or judgment from another person. This topic is incredibly important around emotional intelligence. A lot of these things that I've learned has been through my experience with next level trainings and transformation in general, um, emotional intelligence and leadership. So if you're curious about that, go ahead and shoot me a text. If you want to gain more tools that you can use to elevate your emotional intelligence, just text me emotional intelligence at this number 440-760-0178 and I'll share with you some more resources that you can use whether it's certain seminars or courses or even some of the courses that I have the beautiful mind course is also an emotional intelligence online course um, that's very affordable that could support you in this additionally so I support you and I, I encourage you to gain access to as many tools as possible that can allow you to live in the most healthy, empowered mental state possible so that you can live the greatest quality of life. My name is Ryan Clarkin. Again, I'm a mindset expert and transformational coach. I appreciate you listening. If you have someone that as you've been listening to this, they've been popping in your mind or maybe they'll pop in your mind now that you're like, oh, they need to hear this. Please do them a favor and share this podcast with them. Uh, as a gift and support in their mental and emotional health and well-being. It's super important that we have this conversation. It's super important that we're willing to talk about our emotions uh, because they're an everyday part of our experience, whether you pretend they are or not. (laughs) So again, thank you so much. If you want to connect on Instagram, follow me at Ryan Clarkin uh, or on Facebook, Ryan Clarkin. I appreciate you. Have an amazing day and I'll see you on the next episode of the Ryan Clarkin Mindset Podcast.